go. A place to be transparent, connect with the untold story, and grow from just a Sunday morning. Welcome to Angle's Podcast with Santi and Steph. Welcome to Angle's Podcast. We have a very, very special woman here with us today. Santi will be back next week. I have the co-host from the Brave Girl podcast. Did I say it right? Yes, you got it perfect. Okay, perfectly. Welcome, Alexis. Thank you so much for being with us. Of course. Alexis is a very sweet, sweet woman that I met not too long ago. I met her at a live group from Revive. She um, is a youth leader. Leader or pastor? Leader. Leader. She's a youth leader at Revive Church. And the first time I met this girl, I heard a little bit about her story And I thought it was very amazing. So I finally got to have like a really good conversation with her over the phone. Um, And I, I definitely said I need to have this girl in our podcast because her story, I'm sure you all of us can relate with it. And I know it'll impact not only my life, but your life as well. So. Alexis, thank you so much for being with us here of today. Course, yes. I don't know why I'm nervous with you. <laughs> no, like I am so happy to be here. You ever since, guys, ever since I met Stephanie, I saw her. And I'm like, this girl is gorgeous. Okay, Aww. number one. <laughs> she is so pretty, but she has such a spirit that's so like welcoming and nice and sweet. And I'm like, thank I had you. no idea that she did a podcast. And when she reached out to me and I was like, of course, say less. I would love to. Yeah, so I'm just so honored and you. blessed to be here with you today. Thank you so much, Alexis. And I forgot to mention, but Alexis is um, majoring in psychology. And I know one of her her ultimate goals is to have her um, clinical practice specifically for young um, guys and girls, mm-hmm. young boys and girls um, who struggle with mental health correct yes yeah right so i want to start off by you telling us a little bit about your podcast yes i would love to so i'm a co-host of the brave girls podcast my other co-host is michaela nemhard she is absolutely the best crazy thing is that she's actually from canada so we've never actually met in person so um it's crazy to say it's a perfect example that it is possible to have friendship literally in a whole different other place on the earth right And yeah, I actually got um, offered this position by my pastor from Revive. And at first, I'm more of like an introverted child. Like I'm more reserved. I keep to myself. So (laughs) when she first told me, I was like, oh my gosh, is this happening? But the crazy thing is, I remember two, three days beforehand, um, I was praying to God. I was like, God, please open a door where you want me to be in your ministry. Mm-hmm. And then I got this opportunity, this call, this call, and I was like, okay, this is not a coincidence. Yeah. You know, this is happening. And this organization is amazing. I love it because it helps prevent human trafficking as well as exploitation, you know? Wow. And um, it also, it's a platform to support other women. And I'm just like, yes, women power. We need more of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And I was just so like honored and blessed that God even like, he chose you know, me to speak to anyone who's listening out there that feels like, you know, alone, that feels not seen, who feels not heard. And for me to just, it doesn't matter if it, if it just one person is listening, that's all that matters in my heart, you know, as long as they feel just loved and beautiful and worthy. And I'm just so happy to have this conversation with you. Thank you, Alexis. That's amazing. I think um, definitely I agree with girl, girl unity is Mm -hmm. very important. 
especially because I think we take a big role in society, right? Mm -hmm. um, and also because as women, I think we have this more sense of being more emotional, sensitive, mm -hmm. and we tend to be more targeted, yes. right? If that, is it targeted? Is that a good word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So definitely talking about this, um, I would love for you to to bring on your story as a woman. So we're gonna talk about mental health, and it's very it's an honor to have you here because we know it's not a good it's not a an easy topic, right? So uh, Alexis is gonna share her story of what she went through with mental health and um, definitely whatever whatever you feel transparent to yes. being with. Yes, of course. Please. I literally told Stephanie, I was like, I'm an open book. I truly am. And yeah, I would love to talk about it. Um, so growing up, I grew up in a very small town, Blythe, California. Very, very small. No mall. Um, wow. <laughs> I know it's sad. <laughs> we had to like drive like an hour, 30 minutes in order to go to a movie theater, like which was really? Palm Springs and Coachella and stuff like that. Yeah, so I grew up in a super small town, mainly farmland. It's like completely desert. But yeah, I moved there when I was like four or five years old. And at that time, my parents actually got a divorce. So um, I grew up with them totally separate. And um, yeah, it was hard. Like as a kid, you don't understand. You're like, what's going on? And it, it, it makes you upset. You're like, oh, is there anything I could do to help like, you know, um, have this like marriage, like recollide again. But yeah. of course, as a kid, like you don't understand. And both of my parents are super, super hardworking people. And um, at that time, I was a little girl. I was probably like six or seven. And my mom was constantly at work. So I have a seven-year-old older brother. Mm -hmm. And um, he was like in the house most of the time with me. And the thing was, um, he always used to be very verbally like mean to me. Just used mm -hmm. to have like, I understand now that I'm older. But as a kid, I didn't understand why he was so angry with me. I was like, why is he like saying these horrible, you know, things to me? But it made sense. It, it's he had a lot of anger in him, you know, and I was kind of like the trash can, you know, it was kind wow. of like someone who he just put all his garbage in. And um, as a kid, I'm like, wait, what's going on? He used to call me like things like I'm so fat. I'm so ugly. Like nobody would like ever want you. Um, wow. Like you're not all there in the head. And I was just like, I believed it. Your completely. brother would say that to you. Yeah, to me. Wow. And I, I completely believed it like wholeheartedly. I was just like. If someone I love, especially a brother, is telling me this, then it must be true. What so, makes you think that like other people wouldn't think that about you, right? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm sure you would think so. Exactly. Like that. So I was like, if someone said this to me at such an early age, I feel like as kids, our minds are like a sponge. Yeah. You know, we kind of absorb everything that's kind of like spoken into us. And it's it's sad. So I believe that my whole entire life. And for some reason, I carry just so much like guilt and shame. And I felt like everything was my fault. So um, I grew up with that. And I remember in middle school and high school, that's when kind of it hit more at home at me, like specifically like depression and anxiety. Like at, at that time, I didn't know what it was, but I was just like constantly in just a really sad, you know, place. And especially where I lived, there wasn't that much kind of like support. And the church I... I my mom is actually a pastor and our, our congregation was Spanish speaking and it was really small, like very homey. But the thing was, like I had Bible studies con, como, como donas and stuff like that. So I was like, the only girl my age and stuff older like women. that. Yeah, older yeah. women. And and but they're like powerful women in Christ, which was amazing. You know, I learned yeah. a lot from it, but I didn't have like 
people my age that were going through the same like spiritual journey and I, it was kind of rocky and kind of lonely at times and people that can relate to you I'm assuming right yeah, yeah exactly people who can relate to me and say you know what like this is something that um I'm going through or I'm here for you I'm praying for you I never really had that so um I grew up in this atmosphere where I was just in my room and isolated completely and that's when things got completely like in a really really dark place I think with depression your negative thoughts become your reality you know and um you just believe all that to be true and my kind of like my lens were completely distorted because I thought um that I was all those things my brother said I was as a kid so I used to think like um you know, I used to go outside or something, something like really small. I used to go outside yeah. and be like, oh, my God, I'm super ugly. Like I, yeah. <laughs> I used to my hair was like before like a shelter for me. I had really long uh, hair and they said put it like right on my face, wow. like kind of like to hide myself because I was just really like insecure of myself. I was very like self-conscious of how I looked and how you know, um, I thought people perceived me as. And if I see you right now, I would not think that, you know, like oh, you're such yeah. a beautiful woman and you look very confident. Will you bring yourself very friendly, very loving and so mm-hmm. secure? Oh, like I wouldn't girl. think that, you know. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's it's crazy because I for a lot of years, I kind of like faked a smile and I everything was in, an internal battle. You know what wow. I mean? And I used to think nobody cared for me and like, why would they? And all these things. So I, I was really good at faking a smile. Maybe, you know, some listeners out there, maybe yourself too, like have related that in some way, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. Especially at church or something like that. Yeah. Like you, you bring on this smile to people, this joy, this confidence, but then you come back home and, and, and you, you battle, you know, you battle, Mm -hmm insecurity even now Alexis like that I I do um this podcast I'm married you know I I I pray for the love of my life I have him I can tell you I sometimes still fight insecurity Mm. right I still fight over like am I worthy enough what's my purpose where do I belong Mm. I've I think these this past seasons I've I felt very lost sometimes like what's my purpose? What am I supposed to do? Mm. I graduated from school. I have my bachelor's. Like now where do I belong? Stuff like that. Mm. Or even like when you're on social media and you see other women, like I wish I had her, her abs. I wish I had her, her weight. Yeah. Comparison. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So all those stuff, definitely. I remember we're, me and Stephanie were talking the other day and we related to this to like, oh my God, girl, like, yes, I went through that too. (laughs) Like it was crazy. Yeah. Cause like, we're talking about how I remember in high school, I used to be like so mean to myself, y'all. Like I used to like literally look in the mirror and be like, oh my God, nitpick every single like imperfection of myself. And like, oh, you're not, that's ugly. Like this isn't this, you have too much this. And for some reason, I don't know why in my head this made sense. I was like, okay, once I'm skinny, y'all, it's over for everyone. You know, like, (laughs) no, not even like that. Come through. (laughs) Yeah, come through. Like I used to think that, like I used to think, oh, once I'm skinny enough, once I have like no acne, like like once, a list, yeah, right? like a whole list, then yeah. I'll be happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then I'll be happy. And and that's like the biggest lie of all yeah, time for definitely. sure. And, you know, we're relating to this and I was just like, man, like I feel like once I even had all like, girl, I'm not skinny, but, <laughs> but I'm saying like once I had like that reality check of like even if you have all those things, even if you have what you desire the most in reality, it's just temporary happiness. Yeah. You know, it's not 
constant. And I love like I I always say this because I hold it dearly in my heart. Uh-huh. I always say that literally um, joy is constant and happiness is temporary. And we get our joy oh, from that's God. So true. You know yes. what I mean? We get our joy like even in through the storm, even through really hard times in our lives, we get you know that so big um, different definitions right yeah That's exactly so yeah and um last year um I, <laughs> I used to think high school was like my lowest point in my life and then college happened you guys <laughs> <laughs> college happened and it I don't think people talk about it enough how lonely you are in college you know what you're right you you're know very right you can be so lonely in college. Yeah. But you should definitely go into that. Dude, yeah. Because I remember, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you guys have seen like movies and stuff like, oh my God, so much fun, partying, people, <laughs> friends, you know. And then yeah. I used to see that growing up and I'm like, I cannot wait to college. High school <laughs> sucked, but college is going to be a whole different other level, yeah. you know. And then I get into college and I'm just like, uh. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I've never, it's crazy because I've never felt so lonely surrounded by so many people that's insane you know and the way you said it I mean that's so true sometimes you can feel so lonely mm-hmm. and you have a lot of people around you even celebrities you know yes. like for example Justin Bieber you know when he went mm-hmm. through like the not going to his um finishing the purpose tour oh yeah right? I remember that yeah that's a that's one big example too mm-hmm. you know but anyways continue I'm sorry no yeah, yeah that's really true like I feel like even though you can be constantly surrounded by people that doesn't mean you're vulnerable and you don't open up to them mm-hmm. you know I think that's huge and last year um it's during this time I'm just like thank you Jesus that I'm not there anymore (laughs) um but last year uh, I was like in college COVID happened and I was in a very um I think just the lowest point in my life and my depression yeah just last year wow like during this time too and I was in the lowest point in my life I remember just feeling so hopeless and I was just in my room and I honestly had just really negative thoughts you know I I always used to think that I was like a waste of air of space of of people's time I felt this huge burden you know this just came out of nowhere or yeah um, triggered it I think it was just um I used to think I was depressed in high school because it was high school and then I realized that it was a cycle for me you know it wasn't something you would always have something yeah you know I can relate to that something that just disappeared you know and um that was that was something that I was, I was like, man, why can't you just stay in high school? You know, like <laughs> just stay there. You weren't invited, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think something that did trigger it for me, I, I was completely <laughs> God was right here with his arms open. I was like, uh-uh, like I ran the other way. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to do anything with God. Like I I I really don't. And for me, a huge person that represents the love of God is my mom. And I remember at that time, I completely shut her off. I remember my saying was like, I'm a do me girl. Like, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to live my life. I always used to say that. Like, yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> I used this is just last year. Is it? This is just That's last insane. year, girl. This is, you know, something that was fairly recent. I was wow. just like, I'm going to do me. Like, I don't need God, yeah. you know. And um, I completely pushed, you know, people from church away. My mom and the person that... um. I had a roommate and she was kind of like in the in a similar situation where she grew up in church as well. And I think she just wanted to kind of get away with it, mm-hmm. uh, get away from it and kind of find her own you know, place makes, you know, it makes complete sense. And I was in a place where my heart was very vulnerable in which mm-hmm. I didn't know who I was. 
And I went with the flow. And that's a very dangerous place to be because I grew up in church and I was very much like sheltered, very much. And and I think in a, in a good way, naive, I think it could be a good and bad thing because you have yeah. good intentions and genuine intentions, but you just don't know the other intentions of the other person. Yeah, And I remember you told me you wanted you wanted to try what it was with like what to be without God, right? Yeah. Am I saying it wrong? No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like I, <laughs> I wanted to be like, I want to do my own thing. Like, you know, I never got like I grew up in church. Yes. But I never had a relationship with him. Yeah. Ever. You know? And I think you can even relate to this yeah. too, right? Yeah, you grew up I in told church. you about it. Yeah, I grew up in church and I feel like I really met, there's a difference between knowing God and having a relationship with God, right? So it's like, I I can see Alexis at Life Group. I know her, but now having a relationship with her, I really get to know who she is, how she is when we go out hiking, how she is when we go, go out and get coffee, mm-hmm. you know? I can see her at different versions of our relationship. And that's the same thing with God. Yeah. Once you open yourself to having a relationship with God, you really get to see the other side of, of, of God. That's of so Jesus. good. I love that like visual, like literally picturing it. Like yeah. I, I'm a huge visual person too. So Me too. <laughs> I, yeah, I love that, that you actually put that in a picture because it's true. I used to think going to church every Sunday and just like being with people meant that you loved God. You yeah. could love God, but you know, um, it's a whole different thing when you have a relationship with God. And last year during this time, I was looking for validations everywhere else but God, you know. So I was looking it through like, um, you know, I don't know, going out. Um, I was looking it through uh, validation through people. And it's crazy because this goes back like in high school, right? Like Mm -hmm. I used to think like, oh, once I have all these things, I'll be happy, Yeah, you know. And once I decided to do my own thing without God, that's when things got even darker. You know, there's temporary happiness, sure. But mm-hmm. when I was alone with my thoughts, that's when it got like the heaviest. You know, and that's you realized. When, yeah, the realization. Um, I think I came to the point last year. I think it was um, December. Um, you know, I was literally in antidepressants and I've wow. never. Yeah, it, it got that bad. I went to see a therapist, a psychologist, um, psychiatrist. And I never thought that I would be there in my life. And I felt so hopeless. I felt so, so hopeless. Mm-hmm. I, I really didn't, didn't think there was going to be a way out. And, um, you know, like that December, I remember just, it was a specific night. Mm-hmm. It was a specific night. I was just in bed and I was crying and crying and crying. And I, I just thinking to myself, I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't want to live. I only saw a glimpse of the world. Like I didn't experience it in full you know, effect, but I only saw a glimpse of the world and it was just so empty. You know what I mean? Wow. It's like a magic trick in which the magician shows you all the glamour and all the yeah. amazingness, but behind the scenes, like you don't know what he has, you know, you don't know what's that. up his sleeve. And I feel like that's kind of the enemy. Like that's the way he kind of um, shows it to you. Yeah. Once like, it seems like this amazing place and this amazing thing. And once you're there, you're just like, dang this is empty this has yeah. no fulfillment to you know the void that's in your heart and um yeah. yeah so at that time I got um you know at that time one of my really close friends you know she left and that really like hurt me you know that she's uh-huh. been friends for years and that hurt my, that broke my heart and you know as uh-huh. well like I remember um 
you know, I was dating this person. It was only short term, like two months, but that also broke my heart. You know what I mean? And it was just a short span of everything coming down. It's like God showed you like, look, you had, you can have this, this is this and this, Mm. and you're still broken. Yes, exactly. That's literally what I was going to say. That's, that's so good. I think God showed me even (laughs) the thing is that, you know, I had, I was very hard-headed and I was very prideful at that time. And I had to trip myself. I basically put myself in that position because yeah. I used to think God was like this person that had rules and was this boss. Like, you can't do this and you can't do that. Um, but in reality, God has the structure to protect you, you know, to yeah. love you. And um, I didn't understand that until, you know, I went through all those mistakes. You know, yeah. I, I've always heard people who are older than me tell me to not you know to not do those things and I was like yeah yeah you don't know because like you've never experienced it I'm gonna experience it for myself yeah you know definitely and and, um yeah so I I went through all that stuff and thank you Jesus God really showed me in that really dark place that even if you have friends even if you have a boyfriend even if you know we're weight or something like that that doesn't mean you'll be happy and I, that That's December true. night, Something I can relate to. Yeah. That December night, I gave my life to Christ. December 9th? Well, yeah, I oh, think, is no, you know what? I think it was like New Year's. I oh, think it was okay. the last day of December. Okay. I was like, December 9th is when we started the podcast. Oh, stop. I was yeah. going to say coincidence. I think not. Okay. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's wow. so cool. What's like the advice that you would give to a woman that are struggling with mental health? Um, and as you guys heard, she still struggles with it. I still struggle with it. And I think it's always going to be a battle, right? Mm. Whether you want to call it mental health or obstacles. But yes. what's the best advice that you give to women, even men, mm. you know, that have um, went through this or are going through this? Yes, I love that question. Um, I was telling Stephanie a little bit earlier, too, that I think sometimes we have a misconception, like once we say yes to God and give it 100 percent, you know, it's just going to completely go away. Depression, anxiety and and everything. But in reality, you know, um, I still struggle with it, you know, to be real and stuff like that. I have days where I feel really low where I wake up and I'm just like, man, like I'm just going to cry all day and be in my bed. (laughs) Like it gets to those points. But the thing is, it's different now because I have God as a refuge. You know, it's a game changer because I literally give all my worries, all my anxieties, and I trust God, you know, um, with everything that's going in my life. So I would just, um, you know, 100% give it to God, number one, but also find it's really hard to find those genuine friendships to trust on, you know, to lean on. Because I really do believe if you trust um, the wrong people with stuff, you'll get hurt rather than hurt, you know? So I think that finding those right people in your life to actually be vulnerable even showing your messy y'all everyone has a messy mm-hmm. spot you know yeah, definitely. everyone has a messy spot be transparent be real but make sure it goes both ways and they're genuine and they want the best for you and support you yeah mm-hmm. i love that yeah amazing thank you very much alexis yes, it was so amazing course. to hear your story and again i i believe that god one day is going to come into your life and completely show you why you went through all this and there's always a purpose for everything and I know we're going to be completely healed and I believe that for your life on whoever's watching behind camera and I believe that for your life Mm -hmm. obstacles are always going to still happen always but I know at some point you'll be free from depression any anxiety 
um and i know this is a process of growing in life and i'm glad you're now helping (laughs) i'm glad that you're now helping women you know i mean sorry young adults that also you said something earlier i want to be that person that i didn't have in that moment Mm -hmm. i think that's amazing um to close out i want to ask you which we ask everyone what's your biggest prayer who my biggest prayer Uh uh-huh um like in general my life right now yes anything Ooh, let's see let's see i think a biggest prayer is to finish a semester strong for school um i kind of this last year you know Uh it was really hard as i was sharing and um yeah i i kind of stumbled a little bit in school but i really want to finish strong and and to finish school because i'm first generation like yes (laughs) and it's something that you know i really want to strive for and i really want to do and you know you're an inspiration girl you graduated it's not a hard thing it's (laughs) no it's a hard thing no yeah yeah it is a really hard thing to do you guys so i admire anyone who's graduated man like i'm like God bless you. You did it. <laughs> but it's possible. Yeah. Thank you, Alexis, for being with us. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to having you. And we'll definitely put her information. Goodbye, guys. Bye, guys. We are so thankful to have you today and for letting us be part of your journey. Make sure to share with someone who needs to hear this. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Spotify. Apple Podcasts and YouTube searching Ingles Podcasts. See, See you, you next week. week. Friends, don't forget to like and subscribe to continue sharing this mission together. See you next time. Ryan, you too. <laughs>